Podcasting from London, Ontario, Canada. This is the lovers, the dreamers, and you. An interview show where creative people talk about what inspires them to pursue their dreams and do what they love. And now, your host, Karis Thomas. And welcome back, listeners. Welcome again to The Lovers, The Dreamers, and You. I'm Karis Thomas, your host. And with me behind the producer's mic, as usual, is Luke Bainbridge. Say hello, Luke. Hello, Karis. And joining me as guest host again is the lovely Carrie Hishin. Hello. And today we have two of the members of London's own LDT Online. I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves and to explain to us a little bit about what LDT Online is for the rest of the internet world who has no idea where London, Ontario, Canada is. Take it away, Matt. Okay, I'm Matt Loop. I am, uh, I guess we've been informed, uh, one half, or I guess I'm a quarter of LDT Online, which is yes. London Downtown Theater Online. And um, the uh, I guess I'm one of the main editors, and I, I'm producer. We're all producers, I guess, in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. Yep. Andrea? And oh. I'm Andrea Hutchison, and I help him as well. And I do the on-air stuff and the filming, and I usually leave the editing to Matt because he's a genius at it, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what we've seen, I I think that you could maybe attest to that. But it's often the case where geniuses won't recognize their own geniuses. That's right. right. That yeah. is correct. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> we all have that problem, right? <laughs> that's true. Right. So, can you tell us who you the other members of your team are who aren't with us today? Oh, we also have Harry Edison, um, and he does a lot of on air stuff and camera work as well. And uh, and then uh, Jen Loop, my wife, she does the website because we're not that smart. <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes a lot to do the website, and uh, we just don't have that sort of what we call training in the business. <laughs> does it take smarts to do websites, Luke? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being around to give us those smarts. <laughs> my pleasure. And to laugh in the background at me. <laughs> so, um, I'd like to start off by asking you guys what what inspired you to get going with LDT Online, seeing as the Lovers, the Dreamers, and You is all about what inspira- what inspires people to do what they're doing. And you started this one year ago, correct? Mm-hmm. And it's just taken off like wildfire. And I, I want to know what, what gave you the kick in the pants to get that going. Um, well, I wasn't working. That was the first thing. Yeah. And time, <laughs> we have lots of time. You can only come up with things, I find. When, That's always uh, a good motivator. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, actually, the uh, um, Jeff Culber and... Um, uh, I used to do like a, a radio show on Western. It mm-hmm. was like a, a theater, a sort of theater in London, an extension of the website, and uh, and Simon Goodwin. And they uh, and they were they had to stop it for whatever reason. I don't really know the background of that, but um, we felt like there was something missing in London theater, something sure. that like a way of getting uh, promotion wise and getting people to say uh, talk about their stories and talk about their plays. And uh, so we decided we thought at one point we were going to do a podcast. That was our original idea. Oh. And then we thought, well, we've got camera um, uh, Andrea shoots, and that we thought, well, we'll shoot the podcast and put it. And then we then it became well. Why don't we just shoot stories and promote theater? Right. And it sort of it just sort of went that way. And that's how we're, we we ended up is shooting, um, just because people have short attention spans generally when they watch video. I find so they uh, we thought we'd do it just as stories and and do them unbiased. Don't you know put any sort of bias on anything we do. We just do them like a news story, right? And just simple, just like that. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, we started doing them. And I think there was there was a need for no one covers local theater. Like as far as like video goes, like right. the station will occasionally cover it if it's something huge. But generally, it doesn't get, really get covered. So uh, I think this is this is just fit the perfect hole that needed to be filled. And, mm-hmm. and, and it caught on really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Now, I remember at the time I was sort of like, uh, you know, like I've always been interested in videography. And um, yeah, like ever since I was a kid and because like for the longest time, you know, after, you know how it used to be like tapes, right? And you'd watch them in your living room. <laughs> right. And then, you know, for the longest time in the 90s, no one cared anymore. It wasn't until YouTube came along in like 2006 that people were like, hey, there's there's Facebook, there's YouTube. like. And so I started doing like these video logs kind of thing like these vlogs and I did it for a whole year mm-hmm. and I was doing that and I wanted to try and do like trailers for local theater which I still kind of do sometimes and Matt was like well hey we should like combine this together and like do something to really promote people so it's like yeah why not right I, I so. think it was about a year ago that I contacted you Andrea to ask you to do a trailer for Treasure Island yeah that's right yeah. and it was like right along with that that you said well we're starting this new thing and can we come out and, and film Treasure Island for LDT online and I'm like for for what what is this thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's kind of fun how much can change in one year yeah, yeah it's, yep. it's it, just uh, being able to say LDT was hard I remember the first we did that we did the Treasure Island one and then we did the opener in the hallway in front and man I stumbled over that because you know like when you do something a lot you get it, it sure. falls off the tongue but when you first time you try it and we had it's like LHT <laughs> everything came out of my mouth but LDT it was like now I can say it no problem right. but it's mm-hmm. like when we first started that, I, we must have did like 30 takes of that opener it was just embarrassing but uh-huh. but as we got more comfortable and you get better and you get faster and we can just we can fly in and out in like 15 minutes now right. which is well, really cool and it's it's branding yourself right everyone mm-hmm. needed to know who and what LDT I know the whole Treasure Island crew two members of uh, right here in front of me were like we go into what Facebook page now the where and the who and (laughs) yeah but once once that got going um I wanted to ask you guys about uh the segments themselves I like how you say you present it without bias it's just it just here's what it is here's what's going on if you want to check it out I it seems like you try to keep it to a a very finite sort of amount of time and is is there sort of a magic or can you feel like as a as the editor can you mm-hmm. feel when something is is flowing right and it's just right or it needs 10 seconds more or 20 seconds less like it all depends on the interview and what's being said. And uh, I mean, like there are times, I'll be honest, that we're, we're stretching to get something out of somebody's interview. I mean, really? it just depends. I mean, it's 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 an art to interview, but it's also an art to be interviewed. And that's and it's something that people have to think in sound bites, and they really do. Like when they're being interviewed, everyone gets so nervous. But really, we're just asking you what we would normally ask you if I came to you face to face. But as soon as you put a microphone in front of someone right. in front of somebody's face, they suddenly can't think, and, yeah. they, and they're stumbling, and they're whatever. And I try to actually, I do honestly cut out like pauses. I'll try to cut out little things like that just to so they don't like you know sit there and stumble forever and and mm-hmm. whatever. I'll try to make it as clean as possible. But it's I, I think it just you get a feel of it, and, and it, it depends on how long the scene is they give us, and and if they give us a couple scenes, I just kind of, I try to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Like it's like so they all don't look exactly the same format. Like I might start with a clip, or I might put a clip at the end or in the middle, or just depends. Right. And I try to end with something that's like inspi- like a, a sort of an inspiring message or, or something that's like I did the one for Mockingbird actually just this morning. Right. And when you watch it, you'll see the end, and it's it's uh, it's pretty inspiring. I think as far as like why you should go, and I think right. it's good. Have you had anyone uh, of the shows that you've covered so far say that they really think that your work has made an impact on their ticket sales? I'm sure that's a hard thing to measure, but has anyone said anything like that? I, d- I don't know. 
I, I think that, that people really do appreciate it. And I mean, we have heard from so many people like, oh, we had a sold out show and another sold out show. And you just kind of wonder, like, is this attributing to it? And, uh, and I know people are always really glad that we, that we come to them. And I know we've had a lot more people approach us now mm-hmm. saying, oh, I really want you to come out and film this for us because mm-hmm. I think they are really seeing the difference. So yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a personal note, I know um, that Harry came out to cover Edward II, which just uh, closed this weekend. And one of the clips was, was me sword fighting. And it was really exciting to be able to see myself on 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 the web and uh, and performing and then I also tweeted it to all my fight friends all over the world right. and was like look at this look at this you can see me fighting I'm still fighting so <laughs> that was kind of cool to have that as well as as a visual reminder of the work I've done so on a yeah. personal note I was really appreciative of that too I think social media is is, is massive I mean for this for this venture because the uh, uh the, the way we set it up, and I don't know, it kind of, it's, it, I don't know if we really thought of it out this far, but it just sort of stumbled that way. Is that because we decided, I mean, Andrew's the one that said we should do our everything on YouTube because that's, nobody does video better than YouTube generally, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So we, and we use YouTube as sort of like we have the, obviously the site for people to go to because we need to direct them to somewhere. But because the clips are embedded as YouTube clips, people can share them. Right. And because of that fact, that's what really, blew us up because I think so yes because people can you can take that clip and send it to all your friends and they don't have to go to a site you can send it to them and I think that's that was the huge thing for us that that really put us over the top I mean because the the website counts how many views we have of of the features and last year Mm. we had over 12,000 views Mm. which is crazy when you think about it because you think of all the shows of the year and and then that many people watched it. No, thank God for the original kids because they <laughs> they had a lot of views <laughs> for for a thing. But like we just posted some last week, and some of them are like three hundred views, like close to like just that feature. Right. So it really spreads. It's like a spider web. It just keeps going and going, and then getting bigger and bigger. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> How does that three hundred views compare to like when you guys started? You know, because like you say. Like it, it does blow up. It's exponential, you know. As soon as you post it, it's friends of friends of friends. It starts going. But how how does that compare to like when you guys first started? Like, you know what? I, I mean, even when I do the trailers too, it usually seems like people you get about 150 hits usually, and it's I think it's because it's so accessible because you can put it on Facebook or Twitter or your own YouTube channel and it's like here it is it just it happened so fast quickly mm-hmm. and, I th- and I think even at the beginning like we did the one of the first ones we did we like I think the first one we did was for um, Treasure Island I think so yep. and um, but the, the other one we did at the same time was the Dish Awards from that for that Dish Awards from that year okay so in that one of course with Donald it was like suddenly we had like close to 500 views like within so yeah. that I mean that kind of started it and it was like I mean between those two the larger cast of course you know the larger the cast the more views you're gonna get sure. probably like but but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I've some of the small shows we've done like two handers and that still have a ton of views and I'm like it just surprises me. Like sometimes I think, oh, wow, it's like people. So I think there's a real need. People want to see this stuff. They mm-hmm. want to, and, and it gives people an educated. I mean, they can look at this these clips and say, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that. That interests me, or that doesn't. And I mean, that's all we can do is in present it in the best light we can. So mm-hmm. and we become such a visual society. Like people need to see things. They need to, you know, be able to get there and be like yeah this is something I want to see and it gives them more of an education on what it is they're going into and it might yeah pique their interest and say oh this looks interesting I, I've never heard of it let's mm-hmm. give it a try yeah. well the medium you're representing is a visual medium so it's so useful um, I mean if there was an article in the paper thank heavens there are a few more now yep. um, I, I would 
I would hazard a guess that there might even be a bit more representation in print media now because there's more representation in other media mm-hmm. about the theater community. I think it feeds on itself. Yeah. Um, but if if you write an article about a theater presentation and you don't include a picture, well, why'd you waste your time sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that you guys can go and, and even just 20 seconds of something is so much more powerful than just saying, hey, I've got a show, come see it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I know that when you come and and shoot a segment, uh, you often ask, is there a little scene that you can rehearse? Is there something that you can present? And But you have a finite amount of time. Is there stuff that you've left on the cutting room floor that you were like, oh, I really wanted to use that, but uh, oh well. For sure, there's (laughs) there's always, and and sometimes it's not the fault of the people in the play. Sometimes it's just our lighting was bad or it just like, I tripped over something while shooting it. <laughs> like, I mean, it was so like, you know, there'll be the, this major line you'd want to get out on. And then it, like something happened or someone walked in front of the camera. Like who knows? Right. right. Like, but that, yeah, there's court. Yeah. If people, some people have given us like up to like four scenes, like for a thing. And I, I just can't use that many, but I'll try to use them as B roll. If I don't use them as sound ups, I'll, I'll just throw them over top of somebody else talking just to get them the visual on there. Mm-hmm. We try to include, I, one of the things I do try to do is try to include as many people from the show as possible. So a lot of times I'll, I'll just do a, a, a pan of the room while everybody's in there. Like just something to get a sense of – I like to really get a sense of the um, – the, uh, the what do you call it? The, the rehearsal process. Mm-hmm. And Because people don't understand how much rehearsal goes into these shows. You know, you do, right. it, you do it for a week, but you've done two months, three months of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And then people don't understand that there's, you know, all those people behind the scenes as well. Not just the people on stage, but just everybody. It's like – and that's one thing I don't know if we've represented as well as I would like to is the behind-the-scenes people. We've tried to on a few shows. We've talked to some musical musical directors or right. choreographers and that. But it's – it's. Um, I would like to, like, you know, get some of the other people that, that do some behind-the-scenes work, especially costuming. But it seems like every time we're there and there's great costumes, the costuming person's already gone. You know what I mean? Like, they're, <laughs> like they've done their work and they're the, out of there. Or so. they're sewing another one. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> or, yeah. But they're at home and they're not there. Right. But I like to like I would like to focus more on that area as well so so um what what creative outlet does this fill for the two of you I mean I know both of you are performers as as well as this but uh I mean you mentioned that you used to do your own vlogs um Andrea and I know that you're a photographer as well Mm -hmm. go to our website see some of her fabulous pictures (laughs) (laughs) um but I know that you have all of these talk about how this satisfies your own creativity Well, I always like it because I love history so much. And Mm. I love the idea of like, I mean, I've been doing theater for 15 years. And there's so many people who are like, oh, remember that show we did 10 years ago? And nobody has pictures of it. And there's no archives of it. And it didn't even exist. And I feel like, you know, you can see this. And it will be there, hopefully, as long as YouTube is. And you can go back 10 or 15 years and go, remember when we did this show? Well, look at this person. They were brilliant. And you can look at it and go, they were. Oh, my gosh. You know, right. and I, I guess that's what it feels for me is, is to something to, to, you know, something to say I was here, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you uh, you guys did a presentation for, uh, as everyone was entering at the Bricks this year, mm-hmm. which was a compilation of all sorts of footage. Am I right? Yep. <laughs> and, and how long did that take? He's, it, he's it laughing. Took, it took a while. I he had looks to get, tortured. I, I get, um, well, cause I, I, this is my first year on the Brickettons on the, and not on picking the shows, but just on the, on the. Uh, presentation committee that actually does okay. the show and so I suggested this year that um, they gave me basically like we do whatever you want like I did all the the graphics and everything that you saw at the show um, 
and for those that are listening that don't know what I'm talking about, you'll never know. Um, <laughs> unless you come to the Brickens. Um, but anyways, I did a, a, just a video. It used to be just photos of that people sent in right. that would play while people sat down. Well, I decided in chronological order this year to just show like a five-second clip of pretty much every show that we had covered. Or you know, I threw photos in if I didn't have the show. Mm-hmm. I tried to do as many as I could. And I, um, Peter James from uh, Theatre in London uh, website sent me all the shows in order so i i tried to go through them all and it was uh oh that's useful it was it, yeah i was thank god for him i mean he's, he, <laughs> that guy's a resource like none other but um the uh it was pretty cool and then i had a lot of people like mention it because it was just it's neat to see i don't know why there's some difference between i mean pictures capture i mean i love photography and pictures really do capture moments um but video is kind of cool sometimes too because you get to see the people actually in action and you get mm-hmm. to see them how their expressions and, and just different things so I, I yeah i just threw this whole clip uh thing together and it looked turned out really well so the um but yeah i didn't score so now that i'm doing it next year i'm already thinking of it this year <laughs> <laughs> planning ahead planning, planning ahead, ahead. Yes. <laughs> But, but yeah, it was pretty cool. So the uh, I think it really worked out well for us. Woo-hoo. And you thank God we had like we had a year's worth of stuff, so that was great. And we, yeah, and we didn't have to waste it, so that was good. <laughs> so we could reuse it again, basically. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so what goes into creating a segment? Um, like walk us through the process of of creating a segment for LDT online. Well, <laughs> uh, usually we show up, we'll do sort of a, like an intro with uh, whoever. We try and sort of spread it around between me, Harry, and, and uh, Matt. And yeah, so, so we have one person host, you know, just to, to sort of do like the intro part to say, hey, here's where we are. We're dropping in on this rehearsal, blah, 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 sort of thing. And then we usually do an interview with uh, whoever, like usually the director. But if the director wants to choose somebody else to interview, we can always do that as well. And then we just sort of uh, shoot some footage, like, like he said, for B-roll to like you know what I mean like just of like a scene or you know maybe people rehearsing and uh, and then Matt does the editing yeah and then prior to that we usually have like a sort of online meeting of just uh, what shows are coming up for the month and we decide like what we can, who's going to try to contact who. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of it too, is the producing and trying to get, you know, in touch with people. But I mean, there's times like this month, all of a sudden, like shows were just coming at us. And we're like, like, we were like, before you know it, the next week's on. And then you're already like, oh, we got to get on this show. Like it's, they're coming at you quick. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it, especially Fringe. Fringe was wild because we're in a show. And on top of that, we're trying to cover it as best we could. And right. we, we really covered I thought we really did a phenomenal job. Like, you not did. Pat, not to yeah. pat myself on the back, but I will. Um, yeah, but no, I thought well, we did a great a job. It's a lot of shows it, uh-huh. uh, in an intense amount of time. And, I mean, we know, especially Luke here knows, how long it takes to edit something. And, and to edit it quickly and to edit it well, well, you can't necessarily do both all the time, although you, you would like to. Yeah. And to have, I mean, how many shows were in the fringe? Like, well, probably 40-something, 40, 40. Yeah, how many did we cover? Do you remember? We covered probably maybe 30 of them altogether. Like, still, I mean, there's still a bunch. Pretty good. <laughs> we, we, right. our, our main thing on the fringe was... I, as great as the shows coming into town are, we wanted to really cover the sh- the local shows first. Right. That was what we wanted to try to do. So, um, and we got most of them. Some just we just never did. Right. But, uh, just because they we couldn't get it together, but we uh, tried the best we could. So. Right. So from start to finish, um, your 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 clips are normally around two to three minutes. We try to keep them yeah under four if we can. Under four. Yeah. So so from start to finish. So from say contacting the 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 shows or them contacting you to the the filming the editing how long approximately does it take to make each segment i can edit a segment in about an hour like probably cool. and then with upload uh-huh. time about an hour and a half like the mocking mockingbird this morning started at 9 30 i was done by 10 30 and had it up 
So. Wow. But <laughs> but ask me that like at the last year it was like three hours. <laughs> it was like, it just you just get quicker at what you do and you get better and you get faster and you get you just get to know. You know, like I'm sure Luke can say, you know, I mean, you get when you first start any type of new editing equipment or anything technical, it's you got to you got to learn the ropes. And then the fun thing is learning new things. Like I remember when I learned how to take a picture and like start it somewhere and then do like a pull on it or whatever. I was like, yeah, and then next thing you know, that's all I was doing. I'm like, I got to do these photos. <laughs> you, get, you get excited. You find new, you find new things to do and you just like and each time I find that I'm learning something new all the time. Like, mm-hmm. So but yeah, you get way you get way faster. You know, you kind of have in your head instantly how you're this is going to go together and, and you, you can put it together pretty quick. <laughs> so those would have been some obstacles that you would have had at the beginning, like, uh, you know, figuring out how how to edit this and how to get a hold of people and how to get it started. Um, do you have any new obstacles? Do you, do you look for new obstacles or challenges as you're as you guys are moving forward into your second year, or or would you like it to be easier and faster? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, I think we are trying to make it a bit easier and faster in the fact that we would always have two of us, like one person film and another person, you know, interview and and stuff. And now we're sort of like, hey, we could probably do do this on our own. So we've been, you know, that sort of helps to spread us around, right? Is Mm because now we have two cameras and we have three people who can just go off by themselves and, you know, so we could be filming like two different things at once and bring it back and yeah, hopefully. But that, (laughs) okay, so that's an obstacle though, just having the technical equipment. Like, is that, Mm -hmm. how do you financially Keep LDT online. <laughs> online. Uh, we do need a sponsor, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the reality of this. I mean, yeah. like mm. Luke, Luke, and my team, we're doing this on our own. I mean, you're here in my living room, ladies and gentlemen. They're in my living room ah. with you know this hodgepodge amount of equipment that that we found and cobbled together. And you guys now have two cameras, so mm-hmm. like th- that, it's a reality, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually don't make any money off of it. <laughs> so yeah, so my camera is because I bought it. His camera is because he bought it. Yep, that's how it works. So, yeah. I mean, so it would be great to have a, a sponsor. Um, it's kind of too bad with YouTube because I don't think you get paid from YouTube unless you get a million hits, which right. is unfortunate, right? But, um, you know, I mean, if, if somebody ever wanted to sponsor us, I mean, something like that would be great just for, like, the upkeep or even even things like, you know, like gas parking. money, parking, <laughs> things like that, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, we do it for the love of it, and we've been doing this for years for the love of it, right? Just, you know, community theater, that's how it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's one of the things I, I think I like the most about what you guys are doing is that this this whole community in London is such a powerful, large theater community that just gets bigger and bigger every single year. And everybody's in there doing it on nothing, yeah. for nothing. And 90% of the audience doesn't realize that. And then here come you guys who are doing the same thing with the sole purpose of supporting all of that work on nothing, for nothing. Yeah. And that... That just speaks to your passion and, and your dedication. Like you must get, you must get something emotionally out of it when you upload them and you see the and you see the the hits and you see people's reactions. I mean, otherwise you, you'd have stopped. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah, right? Right, this eh? is a year of intense work that I, I you've done. There's times where we're like, oh, why are we doing this? Like I mean, there, are, there are times we have thought Aww, that. I right? mean, only not because we not the support wise. It's just it gets tiring. I mean, sure. it's like because it's like. Um, there's there's a lot of shows that I think I've seen, but I haven't because because I you edit them and you and you shoot them and you feel like you've seen them, but you haven't. But you didn't get to go. But, but you still 
we're there for an hour and a half. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's it's almost like being on the bricketing committee watching shows almost because we're we go to all we we try to cover almost everything. But yeah, it, it's it's a bit tiring at times. Like just to to keep the up to keep up with it and to keep on top of it because as soon as you let it go for a week, all of a sudden a bunch of shows are on you and you got, <laughs> you, got you got to get moving. Like, like Mockingbird. <laughs> I just realized yeah. well, that starts next week. Man, I got to yeah. get moving on this. Contacted, yeah. I literally contacted John Gary Friday. He emailed me that night, said you can come, if you can come Sunday, and I was there to, uh, Sunday, shot it, edited it today. So that one, that one literally start to finish three days, like the whole thing setting it up to now. So it's hilarious. I'm sure they'll be very appreciative. They were actually, they were quite excited. <laughs> That's good. I think it also speaks to social media as well. You, you had mentioned that it's so easy to spread and have all the views, but with the way that we're so used to consuming social media now with Twitter, with Facebook, you expect constant updates. And if somebody disappears, like even if you read blogs or watch professional vloggers, if they disappear for like a week, you're going, where are they? What happened to these people? So mm-hmm. there's always a constant demand for more. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. a matter of, you know, being able to fill that and choosing to fill that and having the energy to do that. Yeah. Once you start something like that, you have to you have to be ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what uh, what's made us like successful so far is that, it, I mean, people, if people see results and they see you're committed, they will follow you. And mm-hmm. if they don't, if they don't see that you're like, if you do, if we only did a story once a month, no one would care. But because we're doing like eight, you know, 10 to eight uh, a month, you know, of stories like for what we do. Um, I mean, because uh, you guys looked, looked at each other. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do what you do. Yeah, There's no way. You're, but you're, you're a whole different thing, though, because you guys are, are doing podcasts, which is not something you want to do daily. Right. No. Like it's like, I mean, well, need... I don't know. We could do it daily if we didn't have other lives and jobs and bills to pay. That, that, that's the story of theater, right? right? Like you do it for the love of it and you've got lives beyond it. You got mm-hmm. other, you know, friends that aren't in theater. You got things, other commitments. You got, I've got kids. I mean, I've got things I got to do. I'm trying to get my my 10 year old or my nine year old to edit so I don't have to do it (laughs) (laughs) work slave (laughs) this will benefit you in the long run think of it as a transferable skill (laughs) (laughs) now you we or we all brought up uh, lives beyond this Uh, I know both of you act both of you do other things Uh, tell us about any other projects outside of LDT online that you've got going on or coming up I know Andrea does. Mm, Plug yes. away. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm going to be doing uh, God of Carnage uh, with uh, Iglesias Productions in the McManus in April. So that is very exciting. It's a four-hander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know she's wearing a scarf. I've noticed she's wearing more scarves since she got into this production. I, I wear that. more scarves now. That's what I do <laughs> to prove I'm artistic. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Is that why I wear them? <laughs> I thought it was because I was cold. <laughs> I got a cold neck. <laughs> <laughs> and how long have you been rehearsing that? Um, maybe like a month. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it should be very good. It's uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie. It's just called Carnage. Mm-hmm. And it has uh, Jodie Foster in it and Kate Winslet. And uh, it's it's a really meaty role. Like, I love it. It's just a four-hander. And basically what it's about is uh, these two couples. And it's like the, their kids get in a fight at school. And they end up like the one kid hits the other kid with a stick. So the two parents are trying to, like, mediate. And they're trying to be all nicey-nicey with each other. But by the end, they become as juvenile as the kids right. and they just start scrapping so it's it's gonna be a pretty awesome yeah. show yeah <laughs> so are you jody or kate i'm jody so i'll get up and say guess what everybody like i don't know what was her big oscar speech she said and oh. she was like you're gonna almost out yourself almost out myself <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. 
<laughs> Even though, like, seriously, was that necessary, Jody? We all know. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> you could start talking about Mel Gibson. And yeah, I'll be like, oh, my inspiration. Or how Mel you're going to retire. Yeah. But you're still not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. Very confusing. <laughs> I hate you all, people who gave me this award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, and how about you, Matt? Um, I am, I've got a thing called Kids. It's a new production I'm working on where I have two boys. Oh, yeah? And then I'm uh, coaching baseball in the summer. So mm-hmm. I like to do things. I mean, I, I try to really balance theater. I mean, I'd love to do show after show. I just cannot do that. I mm-hmm. mean, it just, it just logistically does not happen that way for me. And, uh, and I like the, I like the, you know, I'm, Big on my family and my kids, and and uh, so I'm yeah I'm coaching baseball this summer, and then we're doing a Project G4 show in the fall, um, and then we're gonna do I think three plays next year, but this year we decided to do just the sketch show that we do with my group, right? And um, and then we're doing a, a fundraiser before that, which I we don't have the rights to quite yet, so um, we we mostly do uh, original works like Channel Surfing does. Um, but the uh, this one's not, and it's uh, we're just getting the rights for it, and it'll be a full fundraiser for for a charity of some I cannot disclose at this moment, but we're in the we're in the midst of doing that right now, and that'll be like early fall. I just love how he said I don't really have a lot going on. I'm mostly focusing on my kids, and then he listed like seven projects. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then somehow end up at a French show or something stupid. Planning <laughs> long into the future, even though, you know, it's, yeah, I'm not really doing very much right now. But then in the fall, I have this. And then next year, I have this. And then and then we'll see you all yeah, over the place. But right now is in, you know, this minute. <laughs> He's focusing on kids. Yes. Yeah, so and summer baseball, even though there's snow everywhere. Uh, yeah. Well, I just, I just uh, signed up for a coach again just like two days ago. So I'm like all set to go this year. So Yeah. It's spring yeah. training time. Well, okay. I mean, I've got the body of a coach, really. I mean, it's like <laughs> i got the stomach and that of a coach. So, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go so it's a don't on me you know it (laughs) apparently there are pictures of you knowing it quite well on facebook Facebook. (laughs) wow that's as dirty as we're allowed to get on this podcast yeah 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 i i I don't think kermit would allow anything further Okay, so um, uh, Matt Stewart's not here today, and, and he likes to ask um, like really unusual questions. And um, in honor of him, I'm, I'm going to ask, uh, let's see, um, if you had to be any one of these following things, okay, if you had to choose, would you rather be a clock, a pair of shoes, or a duck? And please explain your answer. <laughs> So, Andrea, would you rather be a clock, a pair of shoes, or a duck? Could I be a sandwich? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be a pair of shoes. Because? That's, that's the girl answer, right? I'd probably be like flashy red pumps. So then I'd look all cute and people would be like, ooh, where'd you get those? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so perfectly Andrea. Okay, man, and you would be... I'd probably be a duck. Okay. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. The water would roll right off my back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I get to hang out in, you know, in the water and fly around. It'd be awesome. Yeah, actually. you couldn't fly. Yeah, and eat bread. And, <laughs> and, and you could still perform half-dressed like Donald Duck at the Brickenden Awards. I could, yeah. actually. I yeah. could, actually. Yeah. They're kind of flashy-looking, actually. A good mallard. Although <laughs> Donald Duck only wears a shirt. That is true. No pants. True. Are you up for that? that? Well, his feathers are his pants, really. I mean. <laughs> well, I, I think, Matt, didn't you perform once just wearing a censored sign? I did, actually. I have this thing where I have to be nude on everything I do. <laughs> I do not know why. I don't go full nude because I don't think full nude's funny, but, but almost nude is funny. Like, full nude's never funny, but it's, almost nude's funny. But it's like, I don't know why. I'm just like, I just everyone's like, oh, you're so brave. And I'm like, that's just... 
I no, I don't think about it. I just do it. Like, <laughs> so, can you can you talk about your performance at, at the Brickendens? The uh, the the amazing group number. I mean, who was uh, your Mantisee? choreographer? And 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 you know, Manatee's built. Uh, it's a Jeff Workmeister uh, project, and it's uh, yeah, it's basically built around. A and group. there should be more of it. Yeah, it's weekly. It's basically built around a group that just can't that isn't that great. <laughs> so uh, so we learned it fairly quickly, and uh, we think we learned that whole that routine in like an hour and a half the day before. <laughs> and and the idea is that we just don't really want to know it that well. Like so, we we just do our best when we get out there. But the adrenaline kicks in. All of a sudden, there's a couple parts in there. I'm like, we're actually on time together, and I'm like, I don't know how we did that, but it was uh, it wasn't that bad actually. It so. seriously looked like you'd rehearsed for a month. We did not <laughs> I can guarantee that we did not. So if you learn it in an hour and a half, we actually could have mantisy performances once a week maybe once pretty a month. much actually yeah, yeah. we could get together <laughs> there needs to be a mantisy club in town <laughs> and who is a ken mantisy turner club. what's that who is ken turner i would have to say that might be jeff workmeister he oh. probably be i would say because the full title is ken turner's mantisy, mantisy. i see and, and and i was like who is this Ken Turner? I think I, I think don't he would know. be the Ken Turner of the Mantisy. <laughs> we don't really have the backstory on it yet, so we're uh, we're working on the movie right now. He's supposed to be like <laughs> a fictional character. That's who Ken Turner is supposed to be. Oh. Almost like I think Guffman in Waiting for Guffman. <laughs> because last year for the Brick It Ins, we actually put together like a mockumentary of <laughs> who is Ken Turner, and a bunch of people were like, "I auditioned for him once. Yes, he was I such a that. jerk and all this stuff." He's and a he's man just, of mystery. Yeah, <laughs> but but Ken Turner sounds like you should know the guy it's like oh yeah i know him no, yeah. don't. he's yeah. made up yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would be great if there was a regular mantisy performance and and then you andrea could come as, as sort of like the hostess with your red shoes and and you know let everyone in and be like oh they're gonna be great tonight my boys are gonna be great and i'm here representing ken yes i'm i'm his you know and and then we don't need to know ken turner because we'd know you that's right Ooh. i'm totally picturing you in like a red jessica rabbit dress <laughs> like i'm up glitter. for this she could pull that off yeah. oh she my gosh you guys are too cute <laughs> <laughs> well you just have to tell ken turner he needs to make this a reality I'll, I'll work on, it. So then I'll, on, on I'll top of people. the kids and the baseball yep. and, and everything else yep. right? I'll I'll be good. <laughs> i have uh, a question mm-hmm. for you as well if you um if you were a secret crime fighter <laughs> no, no, and you go. had to create your secret crime fighting posse uh, your own personal Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you have in it out of these? You need to have someone you know, someone you don't know, like a celebrity or a historical figure, and a Muppet. Ah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mm. I yeah. like this question. Mm. So so you need to think three people for your Avengers-type posse. Can we all answer this? Party. Yes. Ah. Of course you can. Someone we know, someone, someone you, know. you don't know, and a Muppet. Yep. Uh. And we fight crimes. You fight crimes together. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you need to think very hard about this. Well, someone I know, I think I'd take you because you can kick ass. Yeah. Can I say that? <laughs> it's too late. I said that. Um, kick bum. I, I, yeah, I would take you. Um, someone I don't know. I have to think about that one. Who? who okay, let's go around. Who would you? Who would you take? Who you know? Oh, who me? Yeah. Um, uh, probably you. You, you, you're not cameras on, by the on, way. <laughs> <laughs> on radio, she pointed at Matt. Yeah. She oh, take Matt. We need to script a video on this. <laughs> pointed That's at Matt. Okay. <laughs> I choose you. <laughs> 
That was Carrie's Valentine card to her fiance this year. <laughs> I choose you. Choose you. <laughs> okay, so I'd take Carrie, and you would take Matt. Matt, who would you take? That's a tough one. I think I would have to take uh, probably Johnny Bobasich. Ah! Uh, nice yeah, as my, as choice. Good choice. He's a big guy, and and I think he could he could last. Like I'd probably just get tired and lay down if there was some crime fighting to do at some point. <laughs> and I think he would be able to to take over for me. And, nice. And I've been friends with him for a while, and I know he has my back. Excellent <laughs> choice. Luke, who would you take? Uh, Brock. Yeah. Yes, I would take Brock because yeah. he's got all the weapons, and yeah. like I'd be more the detective, like Matt, where I would just lay yeah. down if there was actual crime fighting happening. I would yeah. just like. <laughs> I mean, I was no. gonna say Brock, but I but then Carrie's sitting opposite me, and I just I just want I'd want her to have her as my sidekick. She's she's a total Robin, don't you yeah. think? Oh like, yeah. Yes. There. <laughs> the tough one though. I was gonna say version. she's Tinkerbell, but that's. That yeah. Yeah. That too. That too. <laughs> uh, too. Okay, so somebody who we don't know who's famous. Or I, his, like a s- historical figure or celebrity, Benedict whatever. Benedict Cumberbatch. Because <gasps> he'd solve it all. Yeah. Really fast. <laughs> and and be so smart to, you know, not not just Benedict, but Benedict as Sherlock. Mm. You know. And he'd always, he'd be on top of things. <laughs> and not afraid to shoot you if you were being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, my, cho- I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn between... Abraham Lincoln, because yeah. he's clearly a vampire I'm hunter. Sure. I was going to say that. <laughs> okay. That was a great. That's up for Oscar, right? Oh, but if it's not, it should be. <laughs> is that the right Abraham Lincoln? Anyway? No, I, don't I, don't I think you're thinking of the other. <laughs> I'm not sure which one is which. And the, and the other option was is Robert Downey Jr. Oh, oh, see, oh, oh, yeah, I want Robert Downey Jr. too. But and and that's the thing. I have there. There's an internet meme going around right now with with Fry from from uh, Futurama, and he's making a funny face saying, "Don't know if." Iron Man is my favorite Avenger or if Robert Downey Jr. is. Yeah. And that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just want so Robert Downey Jr. So it's a good choice. It's a good choice. Who's your fam- famous person, Luke? That, that I would take with me? Yeah. Probably Christian Bale. I'd, oh. yeah. <laughs> Dangerous. He's a bit of a loose Dangerous. cannon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Dangerous. like... Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Mark Ruffalo because he's a Hulk, but I think Christian Bale's the real Hulk. Like, push him <laughs> over the edge. <laughs> yeah. Matt? Um, no, I'm on his hit list. Who would you take, Matt? I don't know. I'd have to see. I'd probably be in the wrestling realm for this one. <gasps> yeah, because I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a geek, as some of you may know. And uh, <laughs> I, I'd probably have to go with like a um, like a CM Punk on this one. I think. I think I might have to go with him because he's 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 a wily veteran. He talks well on the mic, and uh, he can take people down. <laughs> I think <laughs> with with words. With words. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So. Nice. Night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andrea. Okay. Um, well, since you went wrestling, then I'm going to pick John Cena because he's so hot and sexy and he can just fight the crime. And me and Luke can hang out and be like, and like <laughs> tell stupid jokes. Oh my God. About- I, I love that one. Good choice. <laughs> Good choice. Okay. <laughs> and now we're down to our Muppet. Hmm. Crime fighting Muppets. Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's the yeah, logical I, choice. I got two gals who can kick butt. <laughs> and then Benedict Cumberbatch. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> That's a hilarious like team. <laughs> oh man, no. Now I want to I want to change my celeb I don't know if I want to change my celebrity cuz I'm like, ooh, I want Lucy Liu. No change backs. Just kidding. <laughs> I know. Cuz she kicks ass too. Well, you just have but. to you just have to meet her so that she can be somebody you personally know and then yeah. you can still take Robert Downey Jr. But who's Perfect. your muppet? My muppet? Oh, Animal. Of course. Mm. I got so. No questions. He he, he because you saw in the Muppet movie, he can do the young, innocent, sweet, like, <laughs> acting natural. <laughs> but then he, he's, he's also the loose cannon. I yep. mean, you know, set him, set him on with those drumsticks and he's yep. off to the races. Yep. Luke? 
I don't know. I was I was going to say Animal 2, but then I figure I've already got one loose cannon. I don't need two, you know, like they yep. kill each other. <laughs> um, I, I, I think um, I, my standard answer when asked like anything about Muppets is Rolf. And I think so he could play the piano. No, just so we could hang out. I like Rolf. I want to <laughs> hang out with him. Rolf is cool. <laughs> he's, he's, he's underrated I, as a Muppet. He's, yeah. he's just he's got a cool vibe to him. Yeah. What I, about I, Crazy Harry? He could blow everything up. I don't want well, that. I got, want, I got okay. one loose cannon. Like okay. Christian Bale's going to blow everything. That's up. true. But if you he's want Batman. explosions, you need to go Gonzo. Yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> yeah, see, that Gonzo would be my choice for yeah. sure because he comes with the chickens. <laughs> and so I, now I got an army. Oh. <laughs> That's where it comes, you know, you got to think this out. That's clever. You got to think this out. <laughs> so you got Johnny Mabasich, and you got this. CM Punk. <laughs> and Gonzo. And Gonzo and, and, and chickens. And chickens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Andrea? Who are you going to um, take? I, I would take Fozzie Bear because he always, always says Wagga Wagga. And that's my favorite saying. So this is how it would work. Me, Loop, Fozzie Bear, Wagga Wagga-ing. And like, I don't know, John Cena can just go fight some crime and then come back and make sweet, sweet love to me later. <laughs> come on now. Oh, it's dear. a kid show. Oh, dear. I, the, uh, my only hesitation with Miss Piggy is that maybe I need to have somebody with weapons. So I'm thinking I'm, I might substitute in the Swedish chef. Because oh. that, yeah. that could be some good fun. Yeah. He's going to take people out with a blender? Oh, no. The, oh, his, he his, his, yeah. oh, he's yeah. got all those yeah. knives. Because, yeah. you know, everything he did would go wrong. So it would just blow up. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. It'd be it'd be fun fighting crimes with, with those groups of people. <laughs> Andrew's got the fart shoes, too, which yeah. is very helpful. Fart shoes? <laughs> is that what you just said? Yeah. You've but not seen the latest movie, you've so got to see it, you're in yeah. trouble. Uh, you're in trouble. Well, Fozzie, Fozzie Bear has fart shoes. You would, you would be having a good time with that. <laughs> Yeah, he comes with all the practical jokes, and he comes with an army of rubber chickens. Yeah. You could use them as projectiles? Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, you so can. So you also need a cannon. Ooh, okay. This will help out my team. <laughs> well, well, on that crazy note, as we go off to fight crime together, um, thank you I don't know what crime we're fighting exactly. But I don't know, <laughs> but it's going to involve chickens, yes. <laughs> clearly. Uh, I want to thank Matt and Andrea for joining us today. If you haven't checked out LDT Online, you need to do so. How can they do that? Uh, just go to uh, ldtonline.ca. All right. And or I like to do it, LDT Online. Dot CA. I have to leave a little pause in there when I do it. Dot CA. CA. All right. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, check out the shows that they're promoting and check them out and uh, support them in any way you can. Maybe buy them another camera so they've got three. They'd like that, I bet. Yeah. Increase their viewership so that YouTube can pay them. Yeah. 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 Let's go for a million hits. All right. Because if it's not making dollars, it ain't making sense. (laughs) Waka waka. Hey. All right. Well, thanks everybody out there for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Lovers, The Dreamers, and You. If you're not following us yet, you need to get on that. Lovers, Dreamers, and You on Twitter. See you soon. Fat. Cat. Sat. Hat. Fat. 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 Cat. 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 Sat. 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 Hat. 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 The fat cat sat on a hat, saw a rat on the mat, got a fat hat and chat with a gnat that he'd pat in a vat that was flat. Oh, yeah!
in three, two, and a half. Twelve. at the lovers the dreamers and you we'd love to hear from you and you can do that at the lovers the dreamers and you.com or by finding us on twitter or facebook this has been a luke bainbridge production be sure to subscribe on itunes and we'll see you next time for another edition of the lovers the dreamers and you life's like a movie write your own ending keep believing keep Pretending we've done just what we've set out to do Thanks to the lovers, the dreamers, and you